0: What's up everyone, my name is Christian Baldanza di Tacchio
1: And I'm Giuliano Clary
0: And this is Tifosi Football Radio the strange Italian song. Bro. Thanks so much for joining us today On a lovely Monday evening It is Monday, December the 7th And we had just completed Match Day 10 uh, Some boring games, some exciting games But today's game, mamma mia they gotta stop putting Genoa on Mondays. It, it Monday games should be an exciting game, and well <laughs> yeah. Monday's already a bad day as it is. Yeah, and you, you, just, you just you just had to make it worse. But uh, we got a lot to talk about today on the show. Uh, I'm gonna go over match day ten in the Serie a. I'm Gonna break down every game. I got some huge games coming up for Champions League and Europa League. It's decision day um, for the groups. Uh, also had the uh, World Cup qualification draw for UEFA. Uh, We'll talk about Italy's group and some really challenging groups out there. And uh, we'll explain the really complicated format that UEFA has decided to use for this round of qualification. Not only is the 2022 World Cup going to be in December, but we're going to make it a a really tough qualification round and complicate it for all of our European fans. So (laughs) um, that's my little bit piece about that. We'll talk about that a little later. And then, of course... Big game, second chance tomorrow night, Forge FC, CD Marathon of Honduras. We'll talk about that a little later, but I think uh, Forge FC, I'll give you a little preview. They're going to have to pull a rabbit out of the hat for this one. But uh, let's get started. Let's jump right in. Let's go from Saturday's first games. The cream of the crop, Saturday. Yeah, yeah the cream of the crop. Is that it? My the cream of the Sunday. crop. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday was a, was. Ugh. Sunday, Monday, terrible. S- All those ter- teams played on Sunday. Terrible. Ter- oh, I don't know. One good team played on Sunday. They were robbed of a one nothing victory. But we'll talk about that a little later on. Let's get into Lazio, Spezia, Giuliano. By the way, eight correct out of ten predictions. Juventus screwed me in the end. Yeah, and my Romanista screwed him too.
1: He says something yeah.
0: nice about them, and then they slap him in the face that way. But let's start with Lazio son Spezia.
1: Of, son of a beast.
0: And uh, Lazio getting the 2-1 win, uh, but Spezia getting a goal back and uh, taking it to Lazio. Yeah. What, but did you, what did you think of Spezia's game? Very impressive. Very impressive. I think they were unlucky not to get a draw. Yeah, they, they were unlucky to lose. Um, they they fully deserved the two points because once Lazio scored those two goals, they went back into their survival mode. They did nothing after that. Uh, Spezia dominated possession. Uh, had some like Enzola has been great. Diego Farias has been. Fantastic for Spezia as well. And Ricci as well. Had a fantastic game. Uh, the one center back that I told everybody to watch out for. Shabit. Or Cabot you want to call him. Uh, from uh, Originally from Santorio on loan at uh, Spezia put in a great game. He was par- by far the best defender back there. Controlled the back line. Um, but what can you say? I mean uh, Lazio, Chido, Immobile scores again. Milinkovic,
1: Savic scores too. Gets an assist on the Cheeto goal. Ugh. And a beautiful, he scored that beautiful free kick. Yeah, you just said, yeah, beautiful free kick. Yeah, Lazio was just more efficient. They were finishing.
0: They were more efficient in this game. And if you're Simone Inzaghi, you you love this going into into Tuesday. Yep. You love this going into Tuesday. So that's my take on it. What did you think of this game? Yeah,
1: I got to give Vincenzo Italiano credit for playing with courage. Even though they did lose, they play very attractive. They played football. very very well. Lazio just set up the team to sit back. You could see with their four shots total, but they scored two goals in those four shots, hitting the net only twice. Spezia, like we said, dominated the game. Finishing was a factor for them. They couldn't uh, get a pass by Pereira in the posts as well. Uh, I know you mentioned Ricci and uh, a few other midfielders played a good game. The only problem was with the team set up, is that uh, Italiano maybe left them a tad bit too open. Yeah. And that's where Lazio, they benefit. Yeah. They found the gaps. Chiro, you saw him every time. Oh, Second sure. the ball was one, right in the gaps. He ran through Matteo uh, Ricci, Nahul Estevez a yeah. few times. Bastoni was picking up on his wing and uh, made him look bad. Clinical finish right through Providell's legs. He yeah. was fantastic. But Julian Cabot, highlight, yeah, so for Spezia,
0: fantastic.
1: Hard to beat, and uh, Lazio just got the job done. Spezia so yeah. uh, maybe outfoxed by uh, Simone Inzaghi here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And with that win, Lazio moves up to seventh place in the standings. Uh, Spezia is not going to be too disappointed. They're not. They're going to move on to their next game. They they're they're in thir- they're in fourteenth uh, place. They're four points above the drop in the in the drop zone. There, so I I think they're just going to be happy that they gave. Lazio quite a fight and uh, Spets is sure that they can uh, they're here to play
1: yeah they're better than the teams around them
0: yeah they are better than the teams around them and uh, don't take them lightly that's for sure yeah that's for sure but uh that being said congratulations to Lazio let's move on to the next game uh I, I don't know if this was a good game the 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 Torino derby
1: no what? It wasn't a good game. It
0: was, like we thought yeah, it was a good it was a scrappy game. It was a scrappy game. I thought it was gonna be a spanking, but Juve just they just grinded it out. I mean, Torino going up really early with the Ancolu goal in the ninth minute, and then it took until the seventy seventh minute, uh, McKenney to score. Congratulations to McKenney, the first American to ever score for Juventus. Um, will be a name in, in embedded in history there. And uh, of all people, Leonardo Bonucci tying up the yes. game it, or winning the game. And he was in probably eighty
1: ninth minute. probably the worst player on the field next to Kulusevski. Yeah. He was probably the worst player yeah. in the field, Benucci, uh up until that point when he yeah. scored that goal.
0: I was the one person I was really surprised about, I mean, Debala played terrible. I think but Debala played poorly and uh,
1: I, think he, I think he did okay, but he's not himself. You gotta you got I would expected a lot better from Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Well in regards to that. One outstanding player, Torino single. Yeah. Again. He showed in the inter game how yeah. he shut down uh, Ashley Young. In this game, he shut he shut down Chiesa, he shut down Ronaldo and he shut down Danilo. He yeah. ran that whole right side. They didn't know how to deal with his pace they strength. They didn't. His runs. He was fantastic yeah. this game. Yeah. And Nukulu too. If it wasn't for him, Juve, I think Juve would have scored a ton of goals if oh, Nukulu f- Yeah, he played really well. Yeah, he was clearing everything, he got the goal. Yeah. We <laughs> have to say Outstanding
0: performance on the Juve side. Again, Juan Cuadrado. Showing that
1: grit. Yeah, Juan Cuadrado. yeah. Holy cow, he's man. Been, he's been Juve's best player this year. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. And core showed up to play, oh, too. Bent, Bentancourt was... He showed up to play this game. I think he was uh, maybe a goal away from being yeah. like an 8 or 9 out of 10 performance. Yeah, absolutely. He was excellent. He did everything besides score a goal. Yeah. Um, once again, Dybala, I think, for me, he played... He played decent. Yeah. He just... uh, He didn't bring, though, what he normally provides, which is get in the box, dribbling, drawing defenders to him. He didn't play that way. He's playing more cautious. It's a strange... He's not playing his normal self. Definitely, definitely. And I just want to give uh, credit to Antorino. Bellotti, too. He did a heck of a job. Yeah. Given De Ligt and Bonucci... Yeah, he made, the world, he made them work. He, he really made them work. He made them
0: work for sure. It, it's a tough it's a tough loss on Torino's side. What do
1: you think of this Delict Bonucci pairing?
0: I don't like it. Me neither. I don't like it. But we said this earlier in our, in a, an earlier episode of the podcast. When Leonardo Bonucci's the guy you got to lean on, the leader back there, he's terrible. Yeah. He's 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 better as a second in command you know when that's why he plays he plays on a different level when he plays with Giorgio Chiellini because Giorgio is leading that line right exactly. when Leonardo Bonucci takes the reins and tries to lead the line he plays so poorly and if you're De Ligt are you going to are you going to take control of that line no because Leonardo Bonucci at the end of the day he in quotes is aside from Buffon and Chiellini Juventus so
1: yeah you could tell De Ligt is trying but yeah i just want to throw some stats out here Interceptions, so everyone knows what a ball interception is. Shot blocks, yeah, clearances, tackles, etc. Bonucci didn't do one of those things. All this, yeah. game, he didn't do nothing. Yeah. he had the most shots for you, eh? Strange enough, but he didn't do nothing in the defensive phase. No, Uh you know what? One of our fans, uh, he uh, he made a, a mention to me that Bonucci, when he gets isolated. That's his biggest weakness Yeah That's why Back in the day Under uh, Conte Under Allegri Bonucci They started in a Three man defense He fit yeah. perfect Like you said Besides Chiellini Beside Barzali Yeah They could cover his weakness In the one on one 100% 100% now, In the, in the four man back They licked Right now isn't good enough to cover no. up for Bonucci. No, he's not. And his uh, defensive he, he's not. liabilities, being run at, run at, yeah. being run at, Bonucci is not a uh, not yeah. a strong point.
0: Yeah, and it really showed when he had that one season at Milan. I mean, there yeah. was nobody there to cover his mistakes. So exactly, and it showed. And right, he came running back to Juve. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, but if you're Andrea Pirlo, the one thing I'll give Andrea Pirlo, he's. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on him to get results. But he's learning. He's he's doing his way. He's I, I the one thing I'll give Andrea Pirlo is Andrea Pirlo knows right now, he's working on it, he's getting better, he knows when to make that crucial substitution. Something I that Antonio Conte knows nothing about. <laughs> no. Which we'll talk about <laughs> a little later. But he already knows what like McKenny, that was a brilliant move.
1: Yeah. Comes on, bang, goal. Right? It changes the change the game. So yeah, he, he wasn't afraid to take off Adrian and Rabio. No. He did it. Yeah. Alexandro came on too to yeah. give something It's growing pains. Put that left footed player on the left uh, yeah. on the left back position. Yeah. Because he had Danilo who's right footed. It's growing pains and uh but You could see what this victory meant for you uh for Juve and Pirlo. Because yeah. Pirlo I think ran onto the field and celebrated with the yeah. players and
0: Pirlo and, uh, you know it, it's sad because he was he was in Pirlo should bleed Lombardia, the Lombardia region cuz he played at Brescia, he was at Inter, he was at Milan. Like that's and then he then Milan gave up on him and said, "Oh, you're done." And then he went to Juve. This guy's now Juventino through and through. It's a shame.
1: It is a shame.
0: It's a shame. It a shame. It's, a shame. it's a shame. It's a shame that Inter gave up on him so young. I know. That's history
1: though. Inter, yeah. Burkamp, Roberto Carlos, Zanoli, Robbie Keane, Zanoli. Zani- is <laughs> Who else? I There's know. so many players. The so list is many. huge. The Anyways list is huge. Uh Erickson. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Ericsson, that's the next one. And but then uh a bit of a, a bit of a little entertainment. Uh Carlo Pensolio gets a red card at the end yeah. of the game. On the bench. Yeah. On the bench. He's just a cheerleader. He's Ronaldo's best friend and that's about it. Yeah. Guy get what a dream job you know you're, you're you're behind Chesney and Buffon so you know you're never gonna play see a minute for Juventus maybe in a friendly
1: yeah and you get paid to sit on the bench and your best friends Ronaldo train exactly yeah train sit on the bench be best friends with Ronaldo and collect a collect a paycheck yeah so that people could die for yeah it. I just don't know if I got us if I like if I I don't know if I was If I felt like I
0: earned my scudetti, yeah, yeah, that's the only thing. But uh,
1: what about uh, before we leave this game, Marco yeah. Giampaolo, What did you think of his tactics, and could he have approached this game any different? What?
0: I think it was okay.
1: Yeah, I think it was okay. They hung on. They, they, you know, up
0: until the up until uh, McKenney scored, they were up one nothing. They were hanging on for dear life.
1: So in that moment, he just made a sub. Sasa Lukic came on for Simone and Zaza. Now. If you look what that caused, Lukic ended up dropping deeper, yeah. which invited Bonucci to start yeah. coming in deeper, right? Because Bellotti was the only uh, yeah. player on. And then there was fresh legs on for Juve at that point with Alexandro. So you yeah, had the Ligt, Alexandro able to cover, and Bonucci when now was almost playing like a, a striker. Yeah. So what do you think about that in regards to Gianpaolo? And after after that, he didn't make a sub until they conceded their second goal in the ninety-first minute. Just,
0: I think he got honestly. I think he got scared.
1: I think so too. He yeah, got
0: scared, and I don't think he expected to be up at that that late in the game. And he's gonna be disappointed about what he did. And uh, I'm still surprised that they have hung on to him for this long. To be honest with you. Yeah. So,
1: I was surprised. I think if you keep. Zaza, on. he was he was doing his role too. Yeah, he was holding. He was he was in there. You know, it's... you you keep that two v two matchup with Zaza Balotti versus Bonucci and Delic. Yeah, and you keep the pressure on them. You keep the Juve team spread.
0: Yeah,
1: create that big gap between mid and uh, defense, and you could still do damage. But for sure, like you said, they turtle. They got scared. Yeah, that, and,
0: that uh, that's what it comes down to.
1: Bonucci, the Capitano, he does it again. Yeah. Last minute, Juve. They always score goals in the last minute. This yeah. is this is textbook Juve. Textbook Two Juve. Two goals a game. You concede. You know they're gonna come back with the yeah. second goal somehow.
0: Yeah, it's true. And uh, with that being said, I mean Torino stuck in the bottom three now on on six points, 18th place. And Juve moving into third place. Five wins, five draws, zero losses. They are the other undefeated team in City a. There's not only one undefeated team, there are two undefeated teams in the City a, people. So <laughs> just uh just a just a little uh quick information session to all the EC Milan <laughs> fans out there. Um anyways with that, vendetta <laughs> against them. <laughs> Seriously. Let's move on to the next game. I Oops. know you I know you're excited to talk about it. Enter three to one against Bologna. I saw this coming. Yeah, and uh, written. In the, I told you, I'm a passionate guy. Written in the stars. Follow your heart. The Roman way. It's very painful, but when it clicks, it clicks. And I just think they're gonna start building momentum. They're gonna go on a roll. And they come out. They went three to one against Bologna, and uh, Hakimi finally shows up for this game.
1: What a game.
0: Yeah, what a game. man of the match. Two goals and a yellow card. Uh, Conte again lining up with screen yard DeVry and Bastoni. He seems dead set on that.
1: Yeah, so I was going to bring that up and then yeah. we'll get into the good stuff. Yeah, so sure. we'll start with the bad news for Juve. <laughs> for the Juve? Ban, I mean for Juve. For, uh, for Inter. You got your mind on Juve still? On Juve still. My God. Okay, anyway, let's go. The defense for Inter. Still some big question marks with yeah. Bastoni again. The goal came on his side again. Yeah. If you watch the replay of the goal, Bastoni, he gets sucked over onto the right side of the field. Center kind of center of right. He gets sucked over. Uh you can't just blame him, though. Galliardini is in no man's land, picking him no one. Yeah. Petisic comes back, does his job. But Bastoni, I don't know if it's Bastoni, if it's Devray is so quiet, he's not talking. You can see in the replay, there's no communication between not the defenders. Whatsoever. Everyone just... They do their thing. They do their thing. There was only two people, uh, two Bologna players against four or five interplayers. Yeah. And it's like they all passed the buck on yeah. who to mark. And Bastoni, he's just not taking charge of uh, of his position. I think, I think Bastoni's intimidated by guys like Screener and De who have been around forever. Yeah, Screener played fantastic. De Vrij, yeah. DeVry, I don't know. I don't know what I think of DeVry. I know. I'm I'm not too happy with him this season. No. Handanovic had a great game this game, probably yeah. the best goal this weekend. But I want to see something more from him as a leader in the back. Yeah, he's yeah, got to lead that, that back, back line. I sound like a broken record,
0: but this defense is screaming for a guy that's vocal and a guy that will lead that line. And it's screaming, and you have that guy on the bench for crying out loud. Use the guy. Andrea Ranocchia. They need a leader back. there. You, that's your leader back there. Yep. That's your leader back there. You can run with Screenyar, DeVry, and Ranocchia. Yep. You can run with Screenyar, Ranocchia, and Bastoni. You can run with DeVry, Ranocchia, and Bastoni. You can run with any one of those if they're paired up with Ranocchia because there's a voice back there. Mm-hmm. Samir Handanovich is not gonna grow a set of uh here. No, and, and never and, and he's start never talking that type of because he he's never been that type of player. The, we've talked about it before. The fact that he's a captain is ridiculous. But you yeah, need he, some. he's just there as a he's a captain yeah, because he spent the longest time there. Doesn't matter. You need someone that's gonna be vocal back there. Yes. How many times have you been on a team or have I been on a team and you've had a back line where there's nobody talking?
1: Yeah, it's no good. It's no good. Nothing. That's how no good the team comes is. From it. Communication. Yeah. Communication yeah. is key.
0: Communication is key. And Ranocchi offers you that, and you have a gem on the bench, Conte. Please, for love of God, play this guy. He's not past a hill. He's actually he'll he'll play. He'll make your he'll make your your back line play a lot better. Have been.
1: So I want I want to bring it to the midfield now. I just want to end the forward line. I'll combine the two of them. Uh, Perisic, I was happy with He put in a good performance Good defensive performance So he's learning That left wing back role Gallardini was Normal for me Brozovic Outstanding Creative player Put that uh, beautiful pass What about your buddy there Hakimi go Vidal Your buddy Vidal Yeah My buddy uh, He was good The Mohawk showed up today The Mohawk He showed up Showed up in this game He showed up He did okay Got an assist Hakimi We said Outstanding The best game he's played In the inter-Jersey 100% Sanchez I really liked his yeah. creativity in the game uh, he adds something different than Lautaro what honestly I, I, I'm I'm very disappointed look. in uh, Lautaro Martinez he's he's I don't know been, he's been rubbish there. this season he has he uh, can't score can't score goals no. that's it And And Bologna, Skorupski, we give him a lot of slack. He played fantastic. If it wasn't for him, Inter probably would have scored a few more. Yeah, I'll give him that. Made some big saves, and uh, besides that, they're really Soriano played well. Soriano picked up an an assist on the goal. Vignato came off the bench, got the goal. Yeah, he was their best player. Yeah. So that goes to show you Bologna, right? Oh yeah, for sure. This is the first game as an Inter fan. You didn't have to sweat watching them. For yeah. Uh, which was nice. Uh, you'll be sweating on uh this is Tuesday, you guys? Play? Tuesday, yeah. yeah. You'll be sweating Tuesday. But back back to we mentioned Pirlo and subs, how he makes, yeah. makes game winning subs. Now the subs for uh Conte again don't understand them. The Ambrosio. Darmian. Darmian I get he takes off Hakimi. Yeah. I like to see the guy finish his hat trick, but Darmian you put on because he doesn't have the confidence in this team to hold the lead. Yeah. So he clogs up that right wing position because Hakimi is always going up right yeah why nicolo barella comes on again i don't know i don't get it he loves that boggles my mind i I understand that but just let him get the rest martinez whatever you bring him out to give lukaku a rest yeah uh whether he's gonna start now we'll see d'ambrosio for bastoni he brought him on because Bastoni, I think he realized Bastoni's a liability back there. Yeah, 100%. So let's fix that liability before we can see it again. And the biggest B-slap across the face I've ever seen back-to-back games. He brings on Erickson again in the 91st minute. <laughs> no respect from Conte. There's not zero. Um, put on Twitter, I think, there was a stat. I forget the exact stat for verbatim, but... Christian Eriksson, I think I think what the stat was, in this calendar year, Christian Eriksson has the most goals on the international stage, only next to Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi is the only player on the international stage who has more goals than Christian Eriksson. Wow. So what does that tell you? Is yeah. he a bad player? No, he's I not. Know. I hate talking about week in, week out. But it I seems to be the... The theme with content. You see, you see Bergumi talking about Eriksson doesn't fit all the uh, Whatever I hate talking about Eriksson All the time but It's a slap in the face it's a slap I don't like seeing that So yeah. disrespectful Yeah You have other players You can put on for that And uh, The important thing though Is Inter got the job done They did That's the important part
0: They, got, they keep They keep the pressure there Inter With that win fall, Stay in second place Six Six wins Three draws One loss I don't know how they have that record with the way we talk about them but they yeah. just they have it and then uh Bologna sitting in 10th place
1: four wins, six losses kind of the best of the rest cuz if you look at that top yeah. 9 yeah. it's uh, quite a group of yeah, teams it,
0: exactly it is that's where the ga- that's where the drop's going to yeah going to happen right
1: Bologna they I told you they I think they yeah. I think they're better than they than the record shows but Great offensive team, just yeah. something's lacking in the defense. They yeah. just concede way too many goals. Like, I that think that there's, they've had two games this season that they've
0: lost that they should have won. That they held yes. leads. So if they win those two games, they go to six wins and four losses, and that puts them on eighteen points. So they'd be in the top seven,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Like. There you go.
0: That's that's yeah. what's that's what separates them right now. Anyways, let's move on to the next game.
1: Uh, another Juliano prediction: Verona, Cagliari, one-one. Can I say? And, <laughs> and who did I say would score for Halas? What did I say? Watch out for who on house? Zakari. You're bang on, man. Scores the goal. Bang on, from assist from your buddy there. Faraoni, former inter player. Former team. inter player. They gave up on Faraoni. Faraoni. Out he, him and Zacane, and Silvestri. Yeah, three talented Italian players. Yeah, I don't think Silvestri. This Silvestri didn't have to do too much this game. This game he didn't. But
0: he conceded one season. goal. He he stopped two. I mean he. Oh, but you know, it's it's
1: a nice break for him he did make a big save where he, he did punched it up into the crossbar yeah uh, DiMarco again another former interplayer Federico DiMarco yeah. he outstanding uh, outstanding started off as a left center back yeah then Djuric tweaked the tactics moved him into the left wing back position where he did a great job against Zappa who normally starts as a right back was playing as a right winger this game yeah. uh, Zappa fast talented player yeah and uh, yeah just great yeah. Great performance by Di Marco, Fararoni zaccani Silvestri, Cagliari They were a bit fortunate. I saw the goal, Marin. Yeah. it was a he. Still, he beat four or five players, he I did. think, which was crazy. He did, uh, and the assist from Pavellati. So that moment of brilliance is what allowed Caldi to tie the Verona game, team. I think Verona overall, for me, played a, a better game. Yeah. But it's a very fine margin between these two teams.
0: Absolutely, so I agree with you. I thought Verona was going to win this game. Probably fortunate for the one-one draw. Pavi coming on again didn't score, but provided the assist. So you got to feel pretty confident if you're Leonardo Pav- uh, Pavoletti. Um
1: Good replacement for Giovanni Simeone.
0: Yeah, he's been he's been holding in quite well, but uh, then again, there's that gap of Diego uh, Godin not being back there.
1: Yes. But, That's, it's very glaring. Volukovic there. Yeah. I just butchered that name, but he played good. <laughs> Valukievich. Volukovic. Volukovic. <laughs> I don't know what I just called him. <laughs> uh, but, and Zappa too. Zappa, in this Kaliri team, Zappa has really impressed me. No, he's been good. He's really impressed me. He's been good. He's been good. But uh, this kid's a potential uh, looking for the Serie A team. Yeah. I mean, for the uh, Serie A team. For La Nazionale. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. But
1: keep an eye. on them. They'll
0: both be happy with the draw. It's not the end of the world. Hells Verona sitting in eighth place after that draw, and Cadetti sitting in eleventh place? Uh, they are even on points of Bologna right now, so it's not it's not the end of the world for them. They're they're doing their job. They found their their way, yeah, and getting points along the way. Right? I
1: mean, fortunate enough to get it, but uh, yeah, it's a theme this weekend. No one from the bottom ten got a point or got to win this week yeah. so tell a you. point's a, a good point for yeah. the bottom teams
0: alright let's move on to this next game Roma Swallow 0-0 zero, zero. at the Stadio Olimpico I'm not happy with it I can tell you that much it's uh, I'll, start, I'll start it off here before you ahead. get into
1: the rant go ahead 0-0 um, yeah, zero, zero draw a <laughs> lot of controversy referee it was brought up in the newspapers he made some controversial decisions he did and uh Jacko got the start. There we go. <laughs> That's break it down, break That's it down. That's all you got to say? I'm just laying it out for you. Go. Listen.
0: Um Roma Roma and Roma. I understand Roma and Sassuolo both got goals called back from this game, but Roma should have won this game. That red card should the two yellows shouldn't have happened. Pedro should have been had one yellow of those two fouls. The first foul where he ran into Berardi, he ran into Berardi's chest, and Berardi grabbed his face and he got a yellow card. If you go to VAR and you look at that, you give Berardi a card for diving. If anything, I think. Um, and then the you know Mikatarian scored that goal. They went back to VAR to see that there was a foul before the play. It's like, come on, It's ridiculous.
1: What a finish that was, too. Yeah, I know.
0: It's it's it, it, it's
1: it's a shame, but it, it was a foul, no? Do you think?
0: Yeah, it was a foul, but
1: Jaka was late.
0: Yeah, it was a foul. It is what it is. But here's, let me break this down for you, okay? This is just a Swallow team that loves to attack, that thrives on the attack, that had more just a little over half a game. With a man advantage, still couldn't beat this Roma team. And rested too. Yeah. Still couldn't beat this Roma team. Okay. Still couldn't beat them. Roma didn't have much of the possession. They lost on that. But they got more shots off. One oh mind
1: you only one was on target, but they got more shots off. <laughs> and which so I'm gonna bring it to that. One yeah. shot on target. Six of them were taken from that guy up front called Jekyll. Yeah, who I was talking should be on the bench right now because I think he's done. What do you think now after this? This is I think he's played what two, three games now and he's been absolute crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough for me to to say to Bench Ed and Zecko. I mean uh, Cause he's because he's a Roma he's a star player for them. Almost a Roma legend, I'd say.
0: He is. He's he's up there. Well, he's the only one we got right now,
1: so been there for a while. Yeah, it's uh... Like, why not start Borja Mariel?
0: No, I agree with you. I think Borja Mariel should have started over Zekko. I just think with a game this caliber, Consecan wants to rely on the on his on the guys that he can feels he can rely on, and Edin Zeko is one of them.
1: How can you play, you're playing you're essentially playing a game for third place? But you, I, you, to me, you got to be cutthroat though. You go with what works. You stick to the. You stick to Jekyll just because he's Jekyll. This is what happens. He had six shots and he hit the net once.
0: I know we need to see more from him. He's 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 rusty for sure. But I just think again, Paulo Fonseca, you're in a big game. You're you're basically battling it out for third place with Sassuolo, who's one of the hottest teams in City, A, huh? and. You want to go with your experience. You don't think you don't think Borja Mayoral can do anything on the Sassuolo team.
1: But no, that's now Napoli and Sassuolo. Yeah, where they've dropped points. but so now it's because he decided to play Jack over Borja. This
0: was a much better than Napoli, though. Yeah, I will of course, say, of course, this was much better down, than. Th- I'd say
1: down to one player, though. Yeah, Pellegrini. Yeah, unreal. Oh, this weekend, unreal.
0: Fantastic, fantastic, and Vertu was still. Uh, Virt 2 was out, so we still had to we still had to shuffle a little bit. All right. We still had to shuffle a little bit. You can tell we're a little we're 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 not as deep. Um we're we were missing some key players when you bring on Juan Jesus and Amadou Diawara. Um it's it's uh it's tough. It's tough. The one thing I will say, th- that red card obviously changed the game. We went in, we went into shutdown mode because we knew Sassuolo was going to take it to us, and uh, we held out to a zero. We grinded out a zero-zero draw. I'm not happy with it. I think we should have beaten Sassuolo, and uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, Adam Zechel didn't come to play at this game. He didn't come. He didn't show up for this game. And uh, Mkhitaryan proven again that he can lead the line. And Lorenzo Pellegrini. I mean, he this guy bleeds Roma. He
1: really does. He he was a stud back there. Best and, player on the field. Yeah. On the other side, I mean. For, I yeah. Know. So let's talk about the Yeah. On the other I, side, I'm gonna say I'm disappointed with them. Yeah. They red card. You have a man up. Yeah. Uh And this is the best you can put out. Yeah. That's the be I'm telling you right now is gonna rip into them. oh percent.
0: Hundred percent.
1: Hundred percent. I mean uh Perardi didn't come to play. Volga
0: did nothing. Juric. Lopez did nothing, Juric did nothing. Locatelli was okay in the midfield. I mean you can't really fault him for that. They had their
1: backup in that Pagolo, I know. I know. Yeah. Gianmarco Ferrari, he played great in, he the, did. in this game. He did. Pasuolo, this is where you're gonna start seeing the drop. They've lost some momentum.
0: They've lost steam for sure.
1: Caputo being gone's huge. Ever since he's been gone, they've been struggling. Absolutely. And, uh, they're not the same team. No, they're not. Not the same team.
0: They're not the same team at all. And, uh, you know, if you're Roma, you got to be as disappointing as it is as a Roma fan that we uh we tied this game you gotta take it take the take this point and uh and move on to the next game you, you you it's not like you lost point well you lost two points in this game you at least got something out of it you didn't you didn't forfeit the full three points so you gotta look at that as a positive again i will say this the objective is top four so you're still in good shape does this leave them? Uh, so, Sassuolo and Roma with the tie. Sassuolo is in 5th place with 19 points.
1: Oh yeah, dropping from 2nd out to 5th. Roma's
0: in 6th place with 18 points. So, it's it's still it's still very tight up there.
1: We'll move on to the next game. Yeah, let's move on to the next game. I don't want to talk about this game anymore. Go for it. All right, we have Parma Bene- Benevento 0-0 draw. Dud of a game. Another draw. Jesus terrible afternoon.
0: Yeah, seriously. Well, terrible 9 o'clock. That's what it was. Um, I mean, what can you say? Uh, two shots
1: on target this game. One with the Roma game, two with this game. Yeah, two shots on target from Benevento. Nothing. From Benevento. Nothing from Parma.
0: Nothing from Parma. Wow.
1: That is disappointing. If you're Fabio
0: Liverani, you rip into these guys because that's, dis- that's
1: disgusting that you don't even have a shot on target. Disgusting. Yeah. But they, they did have some good performers though in the game They did, Osorio played outstanding, outstanding back yes. there Bruno Alves actually played really well too yep. Yeah. Yeah Kirtic And Mateo, what a great game he had Yeah On the other side The other side, they were pretty average ben Yeah, yeah. Hetemaj, maybe the Finnish uh, international He yeah. was their best player on the field
0: had my
1: Let Letizia whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. He he was Letizia, good. Sorry, Letizia. Letizia, but over. I think Parma. Even though they didn't get the shot on net, they dominated the game through possession. They did. They attempted more shots. One more aerials. They uh, out dribbled their opponent, so they were on the front foot a, bit, a little bit more. Yeah. Defensively, they played better too. It's just they couldn't couldn't string it together to get a, they they get a goal. They can't get a goal. No. It's They're only capable of scoring when they counterattack. <laughs> so it's strange that they brought the game to them. And yeah. maybe that's Krause's influence. Yeah. Coming to Fabio Leverani. Yeah. So although they played, they did play good, yeah. <laughs> Just the goals aren't there. But I like this new 4-3-3 setup. It's working. With Cornelius, Gervinho, and Caramo. It's and working. It is working. It is working. It's working for sure. So, you know, it's a 0-0 dud. A bit uncharacteristic, though, for my people and Zagi team.
0: Yeah, especially when you're playing a team like Parma, you thought he would take
1: it to them. Because both these teams concede, yeah. have mistakes in them.
0: Yeah.
1: I think they'll both be happy with a clean sheet for sure. Luigi Sepp, definitely Motipo. This helps build up their confidence. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So with that draw, Parma sitting in 16th place with 10 points. And Benevento sitting in 12th place with 11 points. So goes to show you how... We're, we're like a point is separating like four or five teams. It's crazy, yeah. it's crazy. So like a win for these te- a win for these players,
1: or these teams would, would <laughs> skyrocket them up the standings. Yeah, well, just a run, just even two three game run, you're yeah. laughing. Yeah, like some Doria that three games undefeated. Look where they were up the table. Yeah, exactly. Now they're struggling again.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll talk about the games. Yeah, we'll cool. get it in cool. a, few a few games. games. Um, Udinese Atalanta was postponed. Yes, uh, due to uh, major
1: storm flood flood yeah, yeah. flash floods, in flash floods. Udine.
0: and then uh, a lot of uh some some places in uh in italy got up to 140 centimeters of snow that's
1: nuts crazy not so not usual
0: snow. no not usual at all so that game was postponed we played it at a later date we'll be sure to let you know when that is let's move on i don't think there's much talk about in this game napoli smashing crotone for nothing crotone garbage I don't think there's one good co- soccer club that comes out of the region of Calabria. <laughs> oh, Seriously, what what good have they brought? Regina garbage, Crotone garbage. You had Cosenza garbage. garbage, garbage, garbage. You might as well not even play soccer. Garbage. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. This region has cannot produce one club that decent with a decent. Record. This is disgusting. They If I'm, go, if I'm the on. owner, get rid of this tropa clown as soon as you can. Get rid of him as soon as you can. They are garbage. They, Relegate them now.
1: They produced a good football player and manager, Gennaro Gattuso, though.
0: Oh! So I'll give him that. No, 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 no. Gennaro Gattuso learned at Milan. He learned at Rangers. He didn't learn in Calabria. He was smart enough to leave at such a young age. That's why. <laughs> no offense to my Calabres and friends, but that's just how I feel about the region. When it comes to soccer, you guys can't produce anything. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, Puglia is not too far behind you. So. Oh, 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 <laughs> it's okay. Oh, oh. We'll g- hey, I can say that as a butt ass yeah, I know. So, we don't have too much other than Lecce, right? So. But, uh, yeah. Let's get back to this game.
1: Napoli... 4 nothing. Way too good for... Way too good. Tone, like you said, they're... Garbage. They're a waste of space right now. Garbage. Napoli. How did this
0: team come up when you have teams like Frozinone down there?
1: Teams like Empoli. Teams like Chievo. Like, how did this team get through? Maybe that's Giovanni Strop has to go back to. How did they get through? Because obviously they were underdogs going in the Serie A B playoffs.
0: Everybody, they weren't even in the oh, playoffs. They, they, they finished second.
1: Second place. Wow. They're Who knows playing. how? That's crazy. And Who to think Spezia went through yeah. the playoff route, son?
0: I would rather see Cheetah della in the City A yeah, crying out loud. I mean, everybody knows how I
1: feel about Citta della. They're garbage too. Yeah, it's not. It's not uh, acceptable. No, it's not. Napoli got to give credit in this uh, kind of a southern derby here between the two teams. Insigne. <laughs> if you want to call it a derby. <laughs> oh, my God. Insigne, beautiful goal and an assist. This, these are the games he steps up in.
0: Yeah, goal and assist. Patania got a
1: goal at the end. At the end, he missed a lot of sitters, though. Yeah, so not the greatest performance. No, but, but he'll be happy to get a goal. Yeah, happy with the goal. Chucky Lozano, probably the most creative player on the field. Yeah. Good goal scoring, a finish. And Diego Deme, I think he opens up his uh, count for Napoli. Yep. Good goal for him. The third goal in the All game.
0: around, everybody
1: was lights out for Napoli. All that's, around. That's the thing. Crotone looked bad because Napoli were outstanding. No, Crotone looked bad because Crotone is Crotone. Yes, but <laughs> I know, I know. That's what it is. Like but Ospina too, he played great. Yeah. He, he impresses me with how he... Like I said, he's not a tall goalie, but he commands the air. He does. It's it's crazy. That's confidence. Crosses. That's what confidence yeah. gives you as a goalkeeper. Just just to show you, okay, yeah. the stats. Handanovic, who I think was the best goal this weekend, yeah. or even Donnarumma. You want to compare two tall goalies yeah. around 6'5", 6'6", and you have Ospina, who's maybe 6'5", 11". Yeah. Okay? Spina claimed three crosses. Yeah. Donnarumma, I don't think, claimed one cross. And Handanovic didn't claim a cross either. And they confidence. both faced multiple crosses. In confidence. confidence. Confidence style. Confidence. Style confidence.
0: If you guys play FIFA 21 if you guys, or that, <laughs> honestly, you should petition. We should petition for a stat to be inserted for goalies. Confidence.
1: Confidence, yeah. That's another another tribute. All players.
0: All players. No, goalies. Because
1: Patania had no confidence before he scored that goal.
0: That's true. That's true. But for for goalkeepers, it it, it can take you to a whole other level and unload all this potential that you never knew you had.
1: Yeah. Right? Crotone, zero confidence. Oh,
0: garbage. (laughs) I'll never watch a Crotone game again this season. Garbage, just garbage. (laughs) The only one I'll watch is when Roma smashes you guys. Garbage, (laughs) anyways. Let's move on. Let's uh, let's go to let's look at the standings real quick before that. So, Napoli sitting in fourth place, uh, with that win, big win. Crotone is sitting at the bottom, dead last.
1: They look hopeless.
0: Zero wins, two draws, eight losses, six goal for 24 against. Minus eighteen gold differential, okay? That's Calabria's finest for you. <laughs> Jesus, let's move on to the next game. I'm, I'm I'm depressed. No, I'm gonna get more depressed now. Milan Your wins team? two to one against Sampdoria. Now, congratulations, you guys won. I give you that ugly win again. It was an ugly win, but at the end of the day, you gotta give them credit. They're getting it done. Without
1: their talisman, too.
0: They're getting it done. He now doesn't have 50. He has under 50% of their goals. So they're, they're yeah. you know, again, uh, I'll just say it's uh, your eighth penalty in the last 10 games, but no who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> um, but Kessie again scoring uh, another penalty. Uh, Custodiejo
1: scoring in the 77th minute. Right off the bench. Yeah. Right off the bench. So
0: it's it was a good win for me. It was a grind, but they got the job done. They needed to get the job done, and they got it done. Jakub Yankto on Sampdoria. Holy cow! What an awful
1: game. <laughs> holy cow! Worst player of the season. Worst the, not the season. Worst player of the week. In defense to him, up against Kalinoglu and Theo Hernandez, doesn't matter. So Jakub Yankto has. But he, played he, played he these lost guys his before. partner though, Bedzinski. He know. went out injured too. So. Yeah.
0: For Bartosz, we hope he feel. We hope uh speedy recovery for Bartosz.
1: But can I just say, um Bonali played pretty decent. Hit, he the, hit post, the bar, man. Hit the bar hit the hit the post with the outside of the foot. Kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. I don't know even but, what it was. He just poked at it. Yeah. Hit the post. Yeah. Uh And Gabia showed he could play with that's Romagnoli. What say that's the guy. Said Kyer Gabia he's proven himself man. oh for this sure this kid is good for sure Davide Calabria is good Romagnoli good look at the
0: honestly this is the, this is the one thing that excites me about Milan look at the back line there Italian goalkeeper Ashton. and your four defenders only one of them is not Italian yeah right Teo
1: Hernandez that's that's, that's it I, I like seeing that I really like seeing that it so reminds me of the old days man. it does Donnarumma played fantastic. He made yeah. that huge save. g He made that massive save on... Uh, who was it again? I'm forgetting. Uh,
0: oh, was it,
1: it wasn't Ekdal, was it? No. No, it wasn't Ekdal. Was it Thorsby? Maybe Thorsby. Maybe Thorsby. Anyway, it was right in the box. Tips yeah. right over the bar. Right off the corner from Kandreva. Played great. But Donnarumma... No, he's 21. He has a syndrome, though. He makes mistakes. He does. On the goal, kandreva's goal. Again, another set-piece conceded yeah. for Milan, which is their weakness. Candereva takes it, puts it in the box. It gets uh, tipped by Ekdal. Yeah. And daruma gets a hand to it, but he punches it into his own net. He kind of prairies it into his yeah. own net, and he's going for the real. That, I don't know if that's an experience thing, a technique thing. A goalie should always have his hands positioned and angle in a way that it's not Going into his net comes with experience. That's my criticism with him. Exactly comes with
0: experience. John Luigi Buffon was making these mistakes at that age, he was, of course. So of course. and
1: look how he turned but out. That's th- the, that's the bar we have for Donnarumma yeah. because that's how good he is. Well, I think it, I think when
0: Donnarumma in four years when he's twenty five, twenty six, he'll be the one. He'll be if not the best goalie in the world. He better get a clean sheet
1: every game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I'm telling you, this uh, Donnarumma. I think he. Yeah, he's, he's got the potential to be on Buffon level and Buffon when it is probably possibly even better because of his size. Right now,
1: it looks like even better, yeah. I'd say.
0: Like, he's the, on trajectory to be better yeah, than Buffon. Yeah, just by watching... I love watching John Luigi Donnarumma. I know everyone thinks I hate Milan. I don't hate Milan. I hate some of the fans that are so arrogant. That's <laughs> it. But when you... I, I love watching John Luigi Donnarumma because the way... He's one of those goalies where he really knows the art of staying on your feet until the last possible second. He's an old school. He will read that shot as long as he can until he has to make a move, which is beautiful. Cuz a lot of goalkeepers these days based on their experience, you'll see them commit to something way before they have to. Gianluigi Ruma just stands on his feet even on like when they get breakaways, when they get like two on nuns or two on ones. We've seen it on the national team, we've seen it on, on Milan on a counterattack. The guy just stays on his
1: feet. I love it. That is a sign of a very smart goalkeeper. And that's intimidating for someone trying to score a goal. Yeah, it is intimidating. When's this guy going to (laughs) move? He's on his feet. He's a monster at 6'5". He covers the entire net. He covers the entire net. He covers the entire net. This guy... He's great. Just a mistake every once in a while. 21. 21, exactly. 21.
0: What do you want from him? 21 years old, right?
1: Clean sheets every game. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. It it will happen in time. But... Uh, also ravaged the Croatian sensation yeah <laughs> what a game yeah played good He's, he did good he did good he as did. a lone striker um, Pioli too I'm gonna give him a 10 out of 10 for this game cause he outfoxed Ranieri he did clever Ranieri he made a little sub there where he realized Brahim Diaz was struggling took him off just after half yeah 46 minute shifted Kalanoglu into that position and brought on Hog or Haug on Norwegian's not great. But he he he's continuing. Hog Haug, Haug he put pressure on Janko. Yeah. That's why Janko struggled. Um intelligent subs. Sorry, that's not why Janko struggled. They sorry, and the subs came at the same time. So yeah, but anyway, that's why the left side of that field struggled. Uh, cause Haug, he such a direct player, makes simple passes, plays the game so simple. Yeah, so efficient. And that little tactical tweak changed everything. Yeah. And it was just enough for them to get two goals. At the end, though, Sampdoria, Ekdal, right. my goodness, you missed an open header. Andreva undressed, uh, I think it was Kessie. Cassie. On the byline, cross it in. Ekdal completely missed times his jump. That would have been a draw for the game. Yeah and that's kind of the difference. Milan didn't play good. They played a good defensive game. They did enough. Yeah, the defense uh great fishing up front, not great up front. Yeah. And uh, rolled their luck a bit. Yeah, they did enough. They did enough. So with that win, what did you, sorry, before we leave, what did you think about the penalty? If you remember. So I the penalty was a cross. I believe it was a cross and yeah, it was a cross. Um uh, Antonelli, I believe it was. Or Ferrari, anyway, it was one of the defenders. Yeah. Jumps in the air. Has his arm in the air. Theo Hernandez out-battles. I think it was Yanko out-battles him. Yanko's hand is in the air. The yeah. ball is clearly going out for a goal kick. No threat. Hits Yanko's arm, and they get a penalty from it
0: at the end of the day handball's a you know? handball yeah handball's a but realistically Sampdoria has an argument for our,
1: a penalty that they should have gotten too right exactly so, which was going to bring it to what did you think about that one as well <sighs> wasn't given Ranieri came at
0: the, came out at the end of the game and said the officiating wasn't bad so he he defended the officiating it is what it you is you're, you're not going to get them all obviously the higher teams you're going to I don't know. I'm not gonna speculate. I think I think you're you gonna say the higher teams get favoritism. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. But this is this is from watching Juve win nine scudetti, okay? So <laughs>
1: uh, um Well I, you know what? I would agree with just from watching other leagues. Yeah. Big teams usually get the big calls. They get the benefit of the doubt, right? Man you gets a lot of penalties. Yeah. Milan this year, the Milan, Juve they always get quite a few penalties yeah. because you don't know. So like, well, they always attack, they're yeah. always in the box, but at the same time, yeah. <laughs> psychologically, it's hard to be uh on the you know, to to judge this and not be yeah. biased. Yeah. It's and tough. Uh, you're gonna give, gonna give certain players calls when they go down, you're not gonna give certain players calls when they go down because of reputation. That's well, just I, the way I, the game is. Honestly, it's human nature tell me. Even last year. How many times
0: did you ever hear when you were watching flipping through the games that a team like Cagliari or Sampdoria or Udinese or Fiorentina has got a penalty? You don't hear it. You always hear
1: Juve, Milan. Naturally, because they're always attacking more often, though. I guess, but but like I can give you an example uh, in the Premier League, for instance. You had a few penalties this weekend alone. That were given and not given based off of merit, yeah. Based off of the team, essentially. So. Obviously, it's, it's a uh, tough topic. It's human nature. Yeah, it's a tough topic. When the fans come back in the stadium, you're gonna feel. Oh the yeah, you're gonna, so gonna feel to the pressure. There's no it.
0: pressure now, so you're gonna feel the pressure. I, I'm not taking any way away from away from Milan. They won this game. Get you, you got your three points. Congratulations. No point in and even even here, he said nothing wrong with the officiating. Let's move on. So he's already looking forward to the next game. So. With that, I mean Milan sitting in first, first place, sitting pretty up there, uh five points ahead of Inter, uh eight wins, two draws, zero losses, twenty three goals four, nine against. Um and uh Semdoria was that or oh, sorry, yeah, sorry Sam which is the cream of the uh um what's that region there? The region with Genoa, what are they called? Liguria. Liguria, thank you. The the cream of La Liguria. There, they really are because the other team's garbage, <laughs> garbage. <laughs> Genoa,
1: Spets. Oh my Spezia. God. Spets is good. No, Spets is better
0: than Genoa. Oh, yeah. Um, but Sampdoria, three wins, two draws, five losses. If you're Claudio Ranieri with the team that you have, this is actually a really good position to be in, uh, sitting in 13th place. So,
1: now. We go to Toscana. Oh, my gosh. These teams I, don't want to, are I don't even brutal. want
0: to talk about this game. What a mistake. What a mistake it was to bring in Cesare Prendelli. What a mistake. This team is
1: not buying in a Cesare Prendelli at all. At all. But you know what? I I can't blame Prendelli this game. Well, what I can blame him is for continuing to serve Vlahovic. I don't know what the and <laughs> Oh my god Why? And Casadez Casadez and Vlahovic Casadez the worst defender on the day Vlahovic That guy can't score if his life Depended on it oh, You needed Milinkovic to score At the very end It was literally the last second yeah. Last kick of the game yeah. Was the goal was yeah. scored first uh, Threw a nice little through ball Marco Piazza put it right through Drakowski's uh, legs Yeah, 89th minute You think oh it's done and dusted 7 minutes injury time and Fiorentina come back but i watched this game from start to beginning my gosh both these teams are terrible oh my god i think genoa played a little bit better more of a threat even though Fiorentina had more of the possession more shots on net they had more shots on target as well this is like the train wreck derby but they weren't great chances oh the Fiorentina, they're just such a frustrating team they get to the box yeah get the ball to vladovich he misses tappens
0: if I'm, and it's if I'm Chester de Prandelli, I'm playing Kutrone and Kwame all the time now. All the time. Too.
1: Vlahovic, you're done.
0: V- Vlahovic, you're done. Frank Ribery has totally checked out. Yes. You either retire or you go to Major League
1: Soccer. It's one or the other now at this point, right? So Kutrone uh, came on. He had a way better performance than Vlahovic. He just came on yeah, as a sub. Yeah. And he did way better. Yeah. Kaya Han, I could see why Napoli didn't let him go. Yeah, because Kyon he wasn't bad, but he's ineffective. He doesn't do he doesn't do much. No, the only thing that's going
0: for Fiorentina <laughs> right now is their two center backs, Petzela and Milinkovic. Milinkovic, it's a good
1: pairing. Yeah, Biragi played okay, but Casadas again, like he's he's not he's done. He's done. You got to get Casadas out of this team. Yeah, he has got to go from this team. Vlahovic has to go from this team, yeah. and I think you can yeah. rebuild on that. Yeah, they and, have. One of their most talented players, I don't know if it's health reasons, injuries, I have no idea, Esedich, French, Valentin Yeah, the guy is one of the most talented players on this team. He doesn't get a minute. No. I don't understand. And he made an impact when he came on as well. And this is where I'm shocked too. They have a very attacking-minded
0: Amazing right back that's very underrated in my books. That had a stud of had a phenomenal season last year at Sassuolo and Polirola. Paul Polirola Paul is miles ahead of Martin Caceres mm-hmm. miles ahead, and his trajectory is only going up. He had a fantastic season last year for Sassuolo. How this guy is sitting on the bench to Casares boggles my mind. Not, you, to, not
1: to mention you have Antonio Barreca too.
0: Yeah, Antonio Baraka left back.
1: Yeah. that that guy but Biragi um, is doing.
0: is the guy, right?
1: you can't you can't move Biragi
0: there, but if I'm Cesare Prandelli, here's how I'm lining up this team. I don't have a choice. I got to start Bartolome Dragowski. He's it's not really his fault. He's not a He's back decent. Goalie. He's a, He's solid a good boy. goalie. But then I'm putting in Polirola, Milinkovic, Pizzella, Biragi. Then
1: you keep this 4-3-3 three, three, first of all?
0: I don't I don't like the 4-3-3. Three, three. I would go maybe a 4-3-1-2. And I would actually put Frank as a shadow striker behind the two behind the two uh the two forwards. Yeah. I would say uh, Sayonara to Jose Cayhan. I'd say sayonara to Liberty, but and that's then, me, but go. And then I would go with Castrovili, mm-hmm. Bonaventura, and Eseric to be as attacking as possible. None of these three guys, Polgar, Amrabat, are gonna be in my starting. And then I would go with I would I would give Frank the chance as a shadow striker to be that link. One game I'd give him one game, and then I would start Kuame and Katrone up top. Yeah, it's gonna come through the middle. You rely on the wing play if you have to go wing play from Biragi and Polirola because Polirola and Biragi these guys can fly up and down the field. And if Biragi gets exhausted, you got Antonio Bareca that's got an extra set of legs, right?
1: Listen, the pieces are there. They're there, but they're playing like they're going to go down, Jules. Because they're playing Vlahovic up top. They're I'm playing telling like you. they're going to go down. What, what did this guy
0: do to get guaranteed time? Who, Vlahovic? Yeah. I don't know. He what must, did this He guy must do? have saw
1: Prandelli naked. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he must know somebody. He must know A bep bikini, too. He knows what's under that hat. <laughs> I don't know. He, he Seriously. Has, he has... He has dirt on all these guys. He man. does. He does. And then, go on, looking at this Genoa team, managia, man. They're frustrating because they're actually a talented team. They are. Federico Marchetti got taken out. I think he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. Uh, what happened to Mattia Perrin? Why wasn't he in this game? I don't know. I think he's still on. Uh, maybe he still got a suspension. I don't know. I don't Who, know. Oh, yeah. It was a straight red, right? No, it, was it was a it straight, straight red. Yeah, so it so must have games, been two. Yeah, games. that's okay. right. So Pagliari came in. Third backup, he actually did pretty good. Yeah, did some big saves. Yeah, um, I think Skam- you, I think if you have to go with him, you go with him next game. Probably. Yeah, you yeah, have right. to. Marchetti looks like is gonna be gone. Yeah, uh, Skamaka again, too quiet yeah. but showed his uh, skill. Yeah. One frustrated player, Lareger. I think it was at the end and in a point where Vlahovic missed the top, and he's on the ground. Yeah. Complain, it doesn't get up, no. doesn't run back to go play defense. Bud, what are you doing? Yeah. You're in a relegation battle. Yeah, your leg better be broken if you're gonna be sitting on the butt on your butt on the field. Seriously, get up and get back. Get on the, going. He was. That's. I'm pretty sure it was the end of the game. Yeah. When the goal happened, he was on his butt. Yeah. On the top of the box, and he makes no attempt to come back and play defense. No. Disappointing. This sure. bench right away. If I was the coach. Yeah. But that's where the coaches. That's where you put the blame on them.
0: I think maybe tomorrow you see Roland Maran get the axe. I think he's done. He's done think,
1: before the new year. Yeah,
0: he's finished now.
1: Sorry, buddy. It's you gotta. This is a trade. You should have won this game.
0: Yeah, you should have won this game.
1: Especially that you had the lead. Yeah. And then you. I guess a team that hasn't
0: scored in over a month. Now they've scored. Yeah. It took them almost. It took them technically another game because it was the
1: ninety plus six. Yeah. <laughs> but, Seriously. But holy cow. Holy cow. Destro came on. Yeah. He's come out of the wilderness, this guy. Oh, geez. I don't know. I got nothing to say about Destro. No. But such a, with I that, I mean, a professional.
0: With that, I mean, uh, so Fiorentina sitting on nine points. they terrible. Nine points, 17th place, nine points. And Genoa,
1: 19th place with six points. Somehow tied with Torino. Somehow. I don't remember in City A, yeah, the bottom teams being this poor. Oh, my. Fiorentina, Torino, Genoa, Crotone. I don't even think... Torino, s- not so much now. I don't even think Spal was this bad last year. No. Fiorentina, Genoa, and Crotone are on another level of... Yeah. ...being terrible. Yeah. And Fiorentina now, I think they have, if I'm not mistaken, coming up. Juve. Oh. Or so, that's that's Genoa have Juve coming up. Oh, there's a spanking. Fiorentina, Atalanta. And then on, next... Uh, Paventino plays a swallow, so and Janoway is similar. So these guys are just gonna keep losing.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna keep losing.
1: Wow. So well, these are the games you have to win. Those
0: are the games you have to win. But well, let's see what happens. That that being said, that wraps up match day ten for the city. Ah, let's move on to some big games this week. Decision day, Juliano. Decision day. Decision day. Juliano's sweating. Pots I enter. But let's let's start with the first game on the list here. Let's start with the first playoff game, and this goes tomorrow at twelve fifty-five at the Stadio Olimpico. Lazio hosting Club Brugge.
1: I'm gonna say Lazio should have this. They've they shown, should. Chiro is on a yep. hot streak. Hot streak right now. I think he scored in his last eight games. Yeah, nine goals. Yeah, eight in a row. Yep. Uh he's gonna do it again against Club Brugge. Brugge. He's going to get that goal. Lazio defense is going to hold out. They've shown that they can play bad and win. Oh yeah. They've shown they can sit back and win. They can do it all, this Lazio team. They show up. They're healthy. I see nothing but a Lazio win here.
0: Yeah, I see nothing but a Lazio win too. They're on a roll now. And uh, I just, you know, good luck in the round of 16. That's all I really got to say about that. That's all I really got to say about
1: that. Fingers crossed, hope they win. Bruga don't belong in the round of sixteen. Lazio do.
0: Yeah. Bruga's gonna be playing in the Europa League. So they'll be a dangerous team to play. You don't mm-hmm. wanna play them.
1: No, you don't. You don't want to play them. So Lazio to beat Club Bruga, we're both telling you to take that yeah, in the next. Chiro, because Lazio has a point advantage, right? Yes, they do. So Bruga's gotta come at them. Yeah. Lazio's got a two point advantage. Two point advantage. Lachis is gonna love that because it's just exactly, and that's their game. Come at us, boom! Chudo, and this is why Chudo doesn't score for the national team because they don't play this way. But Simeone and he's not scared to sit back, and Chudo is better than anyone in the in the world at finding gaps and running into the spaces. He's better than anybody. Yeah. But on the national team, which is another discussion, he does not get those opportunities because Italy doesn't play that way. And you're gonna see in this game. He's going to have uh, continue his run.
0: Hands down. Hands down. So we're both trying to take lots on this. And then we got a friendly here at the Camp Nou. Juventus are visiting Barcelona.
1: Yeah, Pirlo pretty much said the same. He goes, we got nothing to lose. This is the Ronaldo Messi derby. Yep. Barcelona trolling uh, Ronaldo on uh, Twitter. Really, we said, or I said in the previous podcast...
0: Gotta win three UV's got to
1: win. It is an important win for them because if they do finish first, oh yeah, we have to assume most of the Italian teams are going to finish second, so it yeah. leaves them a smaller pool of teams that they can pair up with, which yeah. is beneficial to them because usually the second. Yeah, but teams it's a that's a mile that, that's a mountain to climb. Yes, they gotta they gotta beat them three, three or four nothing. Yeah, I think three four, nothing was the away, they won two was nothing home or away the first game for you They lost at home. Lost at home, so yeah. So you gotta
0: They're in the cam new,
1: you gotta better it, and you gotta get better goals for at the end of the day. Yeah. So you have to beat them for nothing. Yeah, um, so good luck to Juve. Yeah, seriously, besides that, it doesn't mean much. They're through, no. just win for a better position yeah. in the draw. Yeah,
0: but while we're on Tuesday, let's stay with Tuesday because there's another important playoff happening. Well, important three way playoff happening. Paris saint are hosting Basa Sekir, and RB Leipzig are hosting Manchester United. United, RB Leipzig, and Perry saint all on nine points. Hoping to go through. There's two spots and then one spot for the Europa. They're all hoping to go through in the round of 16. Someone's going into the Europa and they're going to be pissed <laughs> yes. because it's going to feel like they were knocked out. I'm going up against a Basa. So PSG... Realistically, it should be Basasek here. Sure. But at the same time, you're playing a team that's got nothing to lose. They know they're not going to make it to Europa. They got absolutely nothing to lose so they can throw caution
1: to the wind and just go at them. Yeah, RB need to win. Yeah. They need to beat Man U. Saint Germain. you just, no offense to Istanbul, but you just assume they win. Yeah. Uh, Man U continuing to be a weird, streaky team. Yeah. Our Red Bull just played Bayern Munich. Yeah. The weekend they tied three three, conceding I think two goals. Yeah. Uh, they took a three one lead. Man U recently beating West Ham three one. West Ham who's on form. Man U having a terrible first half. Uh, yeah. Then they brought in Bruno Fernandez. He changed the entire game. He did. He is Man U right now. Yeah. Bruno plays. They have a good chance of winning. Um gonna be interesting it's a must win it's like inter's group this is the second most exciting group because inter's group any team can go through still
2: yeah
1: um but rb manu this game manu wins if they can find a way to sit back and counter i can't see them winning if they don't play that way but rb plays that way too they benefit when they sit back and counter so we'll see we'll see what happens there but watch Saint Man choke, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they play up for a draw. Red Bull and Manu, yeah. So who knows? Our who knows? Ball sport, Some ball spray. Some
0: exciting games though. Yeah. So look out for them on Tuesday. Let's go to Wednesday. Wednesday first game that opens us up. Ajax hosting Atalanta.
1: What better way to start your Wednesday afternoon? yeah Worrying Ajax on form. Mind you, they got their rest now. Yeah. Uh, so maybe Ladea. She was watching over.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: watching over Atalanta so they could get some rest, maybe work on their game plan a bit because they've been pretty poor recently. They have been. and uh,
0: They have the advantage, though. They have, they're a point ahead, so Ajax has to beat them.
1: Yeah, Ajax has to beat them. With Atalanta's new reserved approach, I think that's going to benefit them. Yeah. I think this rest... I honestly think this rest is going to help them huge. Yeah. Because um, that Udine game would have been they would have lost a lot of energy playing against Udine. Sure. Because Udine is going to make you work. Now they're playing Ajax first in the Dacia de Divizie, Nine wins, two losses, 43 goals, four. They have... So 43 goals, for. The closest team to them in goal scoring is FC Twente, Feyenoord, PSV Eidhoven with 23 goals. So that goes to show you yeah. how <laughs> differential in goal scoring options they have. Uh, they recently, though, came off a loss. The FC 22-1. Yeah. So, Axis 4, maybe that's their first loss, and their six last year at the games. Maybe something there. Yeah. Atalanta not too hot right now. What do you think?
0: I think uh, I think it's going to be a good day. I think we're going to see Atalanta hold out for
1: a draw. Think gonna go I think we're going to go 3-for-3 with the Italian teams. I think we're going to go 4-for-4. Four four. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Juve uh, through, but...
0: Yeah, Juve's already through, but... Yeah, I just think Atalanta is gonna go in. They're gonna with the reserved approach. They're gonna. I think Ajax is gonna score, and it's gonna put a lot of pressure on on Atalanta to score, and they're gonna score too, and it's gonna be like a two-two draw.
1: You just, I for me, I just hope Atalanta's defense shows up. Yeah, Christian Romero, you better show up, buddy. Ajax is gonna leave you gaps. Just exactly, yeah. Christian Romero, Bartel most likely in that. Yeah, uh, Atalanta's Achilles' heel is that defense, and yeah, fingers crossed they play. But I yeah. think the rest, honestly, is going to make an, an edge for them.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So with that being said, we're telling you to take Atalanta. Well, we're trying, I'm trying to take the draw. What are you saying?
1: I'm going to give Atalanta the win. I wow. think Ajax overexposed themselves on this okay. stretch.
0: Well, let's move on to this lovely piece of work here. So we got Inter hosting Shakhtar, and then at the same time, we got Real Madrid hosting Gladblock.
1: Is it written group. in the stars? The craziest group. Um Enter rising from the dead. Five points, must win against Shakhtar Donetsk. Real Madrid, Borussia Moching Labak. They play for a tie, both teams, enters out if regardless if they win. Yeah. Enter would go to Europa League. But I'm telling you right now, it's not gonna work that way because Real Madrid, Borussia, they don't want to rely on Shakhtar or Enter. Yeah. To go through, they want to rely on themselves, and uh, I think in this group, I think Inter Shakhtar. You are gonna see a repeat of the semifinal. I think Inter is gonna smash Shakhtar, yeah, because I think Shakhtar is gonna crumble underneath the the. Yeah, they're gonna be get the jitters. They're, they're in the, They're gonna be the excited attitude. to get in there, yeah. And uh, Real Madrid, I think, with their history, they're gonna come and beat Borussia, and I think Inter Real Madrid will go through. But Inter, they're showing good signs uh, that they're coming together now. Handanovic finally had a good game. Yeah. The defense is getting better. I'm curious to see if he does start Bastoni.
0: Yeah. I'm if curi- he runs with the same three again. Yeah. I'm curious right? to see
1: if he starts Hakimi over uh, Darmian. Yeah. Because Hakimi, outstanding going forward. Defensively, not good. No. I'm curious to see if he plays Pettisic again on the left wing back. Now, you line up that way again, like you did against Bologna. Shakhtar's better than Bologna. Yeah. And they'll probably get a goal. But uh, I think Brozovic, Lukaku... Sanchez, if he gets on, I think Lataro will start. I think between them and Barella, there's enough quality there to For dismantle sure. the worst defensive team in Champions League.
0: Yeah, I think so. I, I agree with you. I think Real Madrid's gonna, experience is going to play a factor. They're going to hammer Mucin Gladblock.
1: Sorry, not the worst defensive, but one of the worst one defensive of the worst.
0: teams. I'm with you. I think Real Madrid's experience is going to hammer Mucin Gladblock. They're at home, Real Madrid. Mucin Gladblock doesn't know what they're walking into. And uh, same thing, Inter is going to go in. They're going to smash Shakhtar. They're going to go through. And they're going to be that, that team that finishes second in the group that at the end of the day, no one's going to want to play.
1: No, no one's going to want to play them. I hope Inter go through because this will be, if they don't make it, this will be three years in a row where it came down to the last day where they didn't come through. Yeah. Three years in a row. Yeah. Once under Spalletti. It'll be twice now under Conte. Yeah. But I think they should be able to do it this time. I think so, too.
0: I think so, too
1: other notable games you mind if I bring them up bring them up Salzburg I was gonna say versus Atletico that's a playoff game Yeah. Salzburg has to win yeah they're more than capable 15 goals for one of the highest goal scoring or sorry 10 goals for 15 goals against yeah uh, but very well could score against uh, Atletico and uh, what other playoffs do we have here I think that's it that's, that's it. pretty much the big games yeah. for Champions League uh, that's
0: it that's it. Let's see
1: what happens. Yeah, seriously, seriously. So Mine, like Liverpool, yeah, they're safe. Never mind, they're yeah, safe. So
0: we'll see what happens. Move on to uh, let's go real quickly over the Europa League. Yeah, let's do uh, it. Europa League. Uh, Europa League. We know a couple. We know Roma's through, so Roma's game doesn't really mean anything. The big game for us, Napoli Sociedad. I just. Don't feel good about this game. Me neither. Milan's through two. Every for Milan's through two, by the way. Um they'll be battling it out. They play uh Sparta Praha. Um and uh if Lille loses to Celtic and Milan beats Sparta, Milan wins the group. Um Roma's already won their group, thankfully. Something to be positive about right now. So we're already through. We got an exhibition game on Thursday. and uh, But Napoli-Sociedad, I have I don't have a good feeling at all. So
1: Napoli's got to play Sociedad. Sociedad, it's, it's second in La Liga. Seven wins, two, yeah. four draws, one loss. 22 goals for, five goals against. They've recently tied their two most recent games. But Doesn't on mean form, hard to beat. Yeah they're beat. very much the Napoli right now this season of La Liga yeah very similar teams yeah. uh, some players to watch out for Mikel Marino in the midfield Mikel Boyares Arbal in the midfield as well David Silva of course he's having a, a great end to his career Yeah, Nacho Monreal, former Arsenal left back yeah. The only, and you, and I then and Yanuzai too. So good players. They
0: got good team. players. The only good thing Napoli have going for them is they came off a huge 4 nothing win, mind you, was against Crotone. And they are at home at this game at the Stadio Diego
1: Maradona But yes. I still don't have. The church got mad about that, actually. Did they? Because you gave. Oh, yeah, Saint Over St. Paul. Saint Paul. <laughs> What's going on here?
0: St. Paul's got his own. That's what the church thought. St. Paul's anyway, got we'll... a lot of basilicas <laughs> around the world. Um. I just don't have a good feeling about this. I think Napoli are gonna lose this game. I think Sociedad's gonna just
1: Me too. The way yeah. the the way Napoli's season's going, yeah. I think this is a game they lose. Yeah. And if they lose this game, they gotta hope Ryeka beats Alcamar, because Alcamar's
0: got eight points as well.
1: Yeah. So it's gonna be tricky this is yeah Real Sociedad expect them
0: and I think Alcamar has the head to head because they beat Napoli so yeah. if they finish level on points so if Napoli draws and Alcamar wins then Alcomar goes oh Alcomar and Napoli will go through actually sorry
1: Napoli did beat them in their previous fixture 1-0 yeah but the second game is always the one that matters you played each other you felt each other out now you yeah. know what you're about yep yeah. Real Sociedad Expect them to Play typical Spanish style Clog yep. up the midfield Possession tack through the middle A lot of th- Through balls Look for those spaces To yeah, run yeah. into And uh, I don't know We'll see uh, If Cattuzzo Can pull one out here Yeah I'm doubting them A little bit Yeah I think uh, Let's face the facts The Spanish teams Have been the best In Europe Europa League And Champions League Europa League is their tournament Exactly it used to be Italy's tournament. Now it's the Spanish. Way back when. And now uh, there's just something about Spanish teams. They have an edge in these competitions. They and do. That's just this, what I'm leading with here. Yeah. So we're Real both telling
0: you take Sociedad in this game. Other than that, there's really nothing notable in the Europa League. So that wraps up Champions League and Europa League. Let's move over uh real quickly to uh another Champions League <laughs> qualifier uh in North America and then we'll get into the we'll get into the World Cup draw. So so uh tomorrow is the play in for Jeff C playing Club Deportivo Marathon Not looking good. Club Deportivo Marathon, one of the best teams in Honduras, uh, was unlucky to lose to Saprissa in their CONCACAF League uh, quarterfinal loss. Uh, Forge FC, obviously losing to Arkehai from Haiti on penalties there. So now the two of them play each other. It's going to be a tough goal. They play tomorrow. It takes place Tuesday night at 10 p.m. And it is on TSN 5. It's going to be a tough goal for Forge FC. They're going to have to pull a rabbit out of the hat to win this game. Last game against Archiha, that was the game to win to get you into the Champions League. It now gets harder against Marathon. Do I think Forge FC has the opportunity to win? Yes, it's a one-off time It's a one play-in game. Anything can happen. But do not make the same mistakes. Go focus on this game, go in there, play your game. I think Forge FC needs to play a counter-attack against Marathon, because Marathon's got the quality to really press on this team. And, uh, you just gotta hope that we can grind something out. Any thoughts on this game?
1: Doing it the hard way. Yeah.
0: Doing it the hard way. I, uh, I want to be positive, and I want to see a Forge FC win here, but I honestly think that uh, Forge blew their chance for the Champions League when they lost to RK High, but... Please prove me wrong. Please prove me wrong. Talk about the World Cup draw. Let's today.
1: do it. Let's do it. So World Cup fever already.
0: World Cup fever. I watched it. It was live on YouTube. Interesting draw. Some interesting groups. We'll read them out to you. Uh, maybe give a couple of predictions on uh, what we think based on uh, on uh, on current form of the national teams and what we think. But it's a little complicated this time. So
1: Try and explain this the best you can.
0: Okay, so groups A, there's 10 groups. Groups A to E, each have five teams. Groups F to J have uh, six teams in them, okay? So, basically, there's 13 spots up for grabs in the World Cup for Qatar 2022 in the European, in the UEFA zone. I think it should be more, but... That's a conversation for another time. This is the best region for soccer. so And it is better in South America. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, 13 spots. 55 teams going for 13 spots. This is how it works. The groups were drawn. The group winners automatically go to the World Cup. So, that's 10 spots up for grabs. There are three more spots up for grabs. And this is how... This is how those last three spots are determined. This is where it gets weird. The 10 group runners-up would be joined by the two best Nations League group winners based on the Nations League overall ranking that finished outside of the top two of the qualified group. <laughs> what does that even mean? So <laughs> I'll give you an example, okay? Not like it's never going to happen. No, it is never going to happen. But so Italy, France, Belgium, and Spain are top four based on their rankings, yes. right? Yeah. So if let's just say Italy were to finish third in their group, okay, behind Switzerland and Northern Ireland, you realistically they should be out. But because they're one of the highest ranked, they'll get a shot. They'll get a shot in the playoff. But the playoff is not easy. So you have these two nations league group winners, okay. Then you have the 10 best runner ups. You have 12 teams that will be drawn into three playoff paths and you play two rounds of single match playoffs. You guys are paired, so four teams play in a semifinal and final, another four teams play in a semifinal and final and then the last four teams play in a semifinal and final. That's a that is so hard. Before it was the te- the I think it was the eight best second place teams, they played a two-legged Sweden, like a tie. Sweden, Italy, yeah, <laughs> and now you gotta make it a little more complicated. So this is why a lot of a lot of countries gotta win their groups. Yeah. Just win their group,
1: and that's it. Because runners runners up, and it's it's a tough path. These groups are pretty balanced. Yeah, they're not uh, they are, they're not easy. So let's start with uh,
0: Italy's, of course. Let's start with Italy's group. So Italy, obviously, first uh, in pot one, Italy was paired up with Switzerland, Northern Ireland, Bulgaria, and Lithuania.
1: Realistically, what are your thoughts on this? Well, Switzerland, if you want to go off nation leagues, they were rele- or no, relegated not really. to league to no, B. They, were, they weren't relegated. Oh. They finished third. They but did. They're, they're an A division team. Yeah. Then you have Northern Ireland, a B division team not relegated to C. See. Bulgarians who are in division B as well who are relegated to C. And the Lithuanians who are... In Group C, in, in regards to the Nations League, but so, that's Nations League. Like it, a lot of countries no, don't know, take it but seriously. But what I'm, what I'm getting at, though, is they got so they have two C division teams, three now. Switzerland Which, is an A. Sorry, three oops, C, yeah. one A. So Switzerland's gonna be. Yeah. the team we gotta go punch, for punch with I Northern Ireland Yeah, Northern Ireland is not an easy game no, the neither Irish, is Bulgaria yeah, Bulgaria, Italy it seems like they've been, ever since I've been a kid Bulgaria and Italy have been paired together in yeah. every freaking <laughs> qualification group it's insane yeah. but the Switzerland team maybe a bit on a downward trend but
2: yeah. a
1: lot of talent in that team and uh, Italy should go through yeah Something to watch out for.
0: I think Italy goes through. Definitely. I I think I I think that there's going to be a surprise in second. I think it's Switzerland and Northern Ireland are going to grind it out. I think Northern Ireland has what it takes to finish Dad. second in this group. Listen,
1: Northern Ireland they were in the Euros, I think. Yeah, they were recently. in the Euros. They grinded out with Germany a couple times in qualification. Yeah. So. They're more than capable of being an upset. I think they're in the Euros again this summer. Are they? Yeah, I think. I gotta so. look at the. I, I don't. I'm, I lost track after yeah. got postponed the tournament.
0: Yeah, so we'll we'll get back to you on that one. But yeah, so and then we'll we'll start now. We'll go from Group A.
1: So Group A, Portugal's group. They got paired up with Serbia, Ireland, Luxembourg, and Azerbaijan. I mean, like this isn't an easy group. Serbia, not the greatest Serbia we've seen, no. We've seen better Serbia's. Actually, you know what? This group isn't bad. This group's pretty easy. Yeah. Serbia's not good. Republic of Ireland are horrendous. Luxembourg's they, a joke. Luxembourg, Azerbaijan is in a war right now with Armenia, yeah. which is uh, never a good thing. So their mind's probably not on football. So this group, honestly, Portugal, Portugal probably goes whatever, undefeated. Yeah. Ronaldo scores another 100 goals. Yeah. And, uh, Realistically, a, though, I think Serbia plays a runner up. I think they're, they're I don't even know. Serbia honestly. I think that not they good. should be better than Ireland. Uh, Ireland can defend, they just can't score. Yeah. They're a weird team, but uh Yeah, Serbia. We'll see. Serbia Yeah, we gotta see. Yeah. Those are the two teams to fight it up for a second. Yeah.
0: And then uh group B Spain, Sweden, Greece, Georgia, and
1: Kosovo. Yeah, Greece, a Division C team. Yeah. Georgia, what's Georgia? Last D? Georgia's got to be a C. Georgia's a, yeah C. Moving up to B? Are they moving up to B? Let me see Georgia here. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Georgia's
0: not a bad team. They just, they don't have the... They're just
1: very Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have the quality. They finish, yeah, they're a Division C team. Kosovo's no pushover. Kosovo and Greece are in the same group uh, for Nations League as well. Greece, they played out. Greece finished with 12 points, Kosovo 5. So, I mean, Spain... Spain should walk through these guys. Spain should walk through these guys. I think Sweden finishes second. Yeah, Sweden's the big one. Sweden uh, relegated from Group A. Only three points in six games with Portugal, Croatia, France. So, I mean... Sweden realistically is the biggest competition in Spain but Spain should be too good for everybody yeah. let's move over to group D now this to me is the hardest group yeah you think so France think
0: so. Ukraine Finland Bosnia and Herzegovina and Kazakhstan
1: so here you have France's France yeah top team, champions Champs. you have Ukraine with Andrei Shevchenko a young Ukrainian team yeah lights out right now lights out they did get relegated but they were in a group of germany spain and switzerland We're tied on points with switzerland got relegated to b they should be right back up
0: yeah
1: finland probably the most underrated national team right now in the world they've been i don't know how they do it but they've been winning tons of games they're uh one of the strongest teams in the b division they didn't win promotion this time they just lost out to Wales. And Bosnia also was in Italy's Nations League group. Yeah, relegated from A. So you have two former A teams, a B team who probably could be an A, and then Kazakhstan. Yeah. Uh, so that's not going to be easy. France. Every game for France is going to be a battle. Yeah, for sure it with is. With these three
0: teams. For sure it is.
1: I still think France finishes on top. They should. You're France. You have. Yeah. You could field three teams. And Ukraine has still got too much quality for Finland. Yeah. And then that trip to, out to Kazakhstan and uh, Central Asia is always a long, yeah, long journey. So Definitely. Well, let's move on to Group E.
0: I don't know why they always get an easy group. The Belgians. Belgique. Get Wales, Czech Republic, Belarus, and Estonia. Again, I
1: don't know. I wouldn't say this is... No,
0: this is easy for Belgium. This I, is easy for Belgium. Wales. Wales is on the on decline. No. I think so. No, no. I think Wales so.
1: Wales just got promoted to Nations League Group A and they're going to get spanked Czech Republic just got promoted to Nations League Group A they're going to get spanked then you got the Belarusians (laughs) they're just going to get spanked they're going to get spanked (laughs) (laughs) and and Estonia too so really unfortunate for Wales and Czech that one of them are going to have to go out Czech Republic is uh, historically a good team they are they haven't been. A in lot the of people in forget. While. In
0: 2006, yeah. they entered the World Cup as the second. They were second in the world when they entered the World Cup in 2006, but Italy took care of them.
1: So yeah, but, it's, it's unfortunate now. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate now. They're with Wales, and one yeah. of them are gonna have to miss out. I think, right? Yeah. Based off that. Yeah, I think play so. Playoff. I think thing. Belgium just. I think Belgium's got it. Yeah, Belgium. They're gonna show up number just, one in FIFA world rank. Yeah, Belgium.
0: <laughs> Belgium chews these teams up. I don't know, but when it comes to the big games and like the big teams, that's when they choke. That's when they choke. Ale ale. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to Group F. The Danes, Denmark. What are a weird group paired with Austria,
1: Scotland, Israel, the Faroe Islands, and Moldova. Hey, the second best player in the world behind Lionel Messi. Most international goals, I think it was in calendar year. Erickson. But Ericsson. Denmark here leading the way. Yeah, and de- Kyer, first place in City This team <laughs> is on fire, Denmark. No, this Denmark I this Denmark team's gonna go through no problem, I think. Ninety six. Feelings of ninety-six here for Denmark when they won the Euro. Ninety two. Ninety two. Ninety two. I think I think this team's on an up- upward trend.
0: Austria's weird. Scotland's weird. Israel's Israel, and then the Faroe Islands and Moldova have no chance. So, Um, Denmark, I think, is going to finish first, hands down. It'll be interesting to see who finishes second in this group. Mind you, I don't think whoever finishes second in this group is going to make it to the World Cup Mm -hmm. because of that playoff. But it's going to be a battle between Austria, Scotland, and Israel because they're all around that same level. Yeah. Think so. Uh, Let's move on to Group G. The Dutch. The Dutch. They don't have it easy. The Dutch don't have it easy because they got Turkey, Norway, Montenegro, Latvia, and Gibraltar. <laughs>
1: that's 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 a tough group. That's a terrible schedule. They're, they they got to go all over Europe, every corner of Europe. They got to go to pretty almost. much, <laughs> pretty much. Turkey's a great team.
0: Norway is a team to watch out for with the pieces they have. Yeah, right. Norway,
1: yeah, they got a young, a lot of young talent. Holland, Holland, yeah, Holland. Norway now has become a threat. Yeah they were a threat back in the day now they're back back then day but now yeah now, now they're, they're back. back now they're back and montenegro is never an easy trip no montenegro isn't they got good players latvia is no good gibraltar is yeah. no good gibraltar is a whipping boy yeah turkey it's a matter of turkey's choked quite a few times recently in qualification yeah. whether they can uh keep it together. Yeah.
0: Well, when you have Frank de Boer at the helm, anything's possible in this group. So I think, <laughs> I think Turkey's going to win this group. Sorry, you think Turkey? I think going Turkey's going to win this group. Out of the Netherlands. Yeah, I think wow. Turkey's going to cool. win this group. Turkey
1: relegated g- into Division C. <laughs> no,
0: I think Turkey's going to win this group. I don't count that's out. That's a bold call. Don't count out the Turks. That's a bold call. Don't count them out. They're a scary team to play. They're a scary team to play, and Norway never count them out either. I just—I Frank de Boer does not impress me as a manager, and yeah,
1: it's an open group. Yeah, so
0: let's move on to Group H, Croatia, our uh, Italian, co- our Baltic cousins there. Yeah. Um, or sorry, Adriatic. Adriatic, Adriatic. I'm sorry. We know,
1: we know what you meant. Yeah,
0: you meant. Adriatic cousins, Croatia paired up with Slovakia, Russia, Slovenia, Cyprus,
1: and Malta. See, that's tough too. I mean, these these groups are balanced. That's tough too. Croatia had a terrible Nations League. They did, but they're a lot better than that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they are, to be honest. Modric getting up there. Rakitic playing good for Sevilla, but he's up there. Uh, Brozovic, Kovicic, you have great players, but your best player is he's getting older now. Yeah. Not performing at the same levels. Yeah. I think they hit their peak in the World Cup. Now it's just natural, it's cyclical. Do they have the young players to keep filling up? Diana Mozagreb in Europa League is playing fantastic, a lot of good Croatian players on there, so maybe they can bring those guys into the team. Yeah, going up against Marek Hampsix, Slovakia. Yeah, Skrinar is going to be there too. Yeah, Barak or no, Barak's Czech Republic, sorry, Uh, Russia,
0: Russia's Russia. Yeah, and then Slovenia, Jan Oblak.
1: Yes, Slovenia promoted see the B we'll see right happens. they got promoted to B promoted to B yeah Russia was in the Serbia group they finished second behind Hungary and Slovenia what does Slovenia do here Slovenia they uh, got promoted to B so yeah 14 points yeah it's gonna be a challenging group yeah it won't, won't be easy be. So, so at least Croatia they won't have to travel too far for no. those games
0: I think Croatia still wins this group Croatia wins this groups
1: your, your favorite national team. The the Milan of national teams here. Oh, who, England? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's about a group I. Uh,
1: so, England. What do you think about England? Uh, <laughs> Speechless. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I provoke a lot of people <laughs> if I say anything about England. Um, to all my English friends out there, uh, I think you got a pretty easy group. Ooh. I think you do Poland Hungary, no good for you, eh? I just I love Poland, they can't beat England. Uh Hungary, Hungary, just they're a weird team. They just promoted to A. Yeah, they're going to get spanked too. They're going to be like they're going to fall like Wales and Czechs. So I'm not too worried about that. But you got three nations league A teams here. Yeah, you do. But the, I just think England's on another level. We saw, we know what Poland is. Poland is all Robert Lewandowski. You isolate Lewandowski, you got the game. You you got the three points, right? Yeah. You do. But it's, it's,
1: England don't have a defense like that.
0: Let's see what Harry Maguire can do.
1: The big slab head, the
0: wire, <laughs> <laughs> concrete slab. Um, I just think England's gonna win this group. I mean, Albania is Albania is gonna be tough. Albania
1: promoted to B. Yeah, Albania is a tough team. And then they got Andorra, San Marino. San Marino.
0: <laughs> Honestly, San Marino always gets paired up with Poland. Yeah, I, I've I've noticed, and like they get like
1: well, this is how Lewandowski has his international. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, he scores laughs> <10 laughs> Sorry, <he> scores ten <laughs>
0: goals. Uh, those two games against San Marino, he comes out with 10 goals, no problem, <laughs> right? he's a leading goal scorer. <laughs> you watch. Jack Grealish is going to get like uh, three goals against San Marino, and they're going to think he's like the next yeah. big thing. You watch the way the media is going to blow him up. But I think England wins this group. I think Poland finish second goes to the playoff.
1: Yeah, England should on yeah. paper. My question marks come around Gareth Southgate. I don't think he's the right manager for England. No,
0: he's not. He's not. And it scares me that when they get rid of him,
1: they bring somebody in that knows what he's doing. Oh, my God. How capable this England team is going to be. England, I would say, have the most offensive talent, talent in the world right now. Yeah, it's scary. Hands down. It's scary. It yeah. is scary. You got to get credit to see. Gareth Selkate has the handbrake on, and he has two handbrakes on this guy. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and he has McGuire with his big head weighing down the car in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seriously. So, well, they got to get rid of all that weight and get this team going, man. Yeah, seriously.
0: All right, let's, let's, nice let's round group. it up with the final group group uh, group J Germany's group. Germany paired up with Romania, Iceland, North Macedonia, Armenia, and Liechtenstein.
1: Germany, man, they're not looking good. They're not. They're not a good team. I'm gonna say they kept Yogi low. There was uh, callings in the German media to get him sacked. Yeah, the board for Germany decide to keep him to get to keep him on the team which was surprising cuz honestly i think germany's been pretty poor yeah pretty mediocre ever since yeah. 2016 the euro uh, hasn't been the same team you've no. said Jerome Boateng, thomas muller yeah. mesirozo they've been uh, cut from this team and it's uh, not the same germany that no. we know so they're up against romania romania is a B team, Iceland. It's a B team, B team. The Iceland's kind of fallen off what they were doing since 2016.
0: Well, Macedonia I thinks a C team.
1: This is what, yeah. This is where Germany. Luck of the draw here. They have three weak teams in North Macedonia, Armenia, Liechtenstein. Yeah, Iceland's on the down. Romania. I don't know what to expect of Romania, so Germany should. So yeah. benefit think, of the draw here yeah. for Germany. I
0: think you see Iceland finish second in this group though. I think they're better than Romania, and North Mass.
1: Yeah, they should. Romania has a lot of talent. They they really punch under the they punch under yeah, all the time. Do. They gotta they got better players than what they show. Yeah. They should be they should be fighting for that second spot. Absolutely. And they should beat out a team like Iceland because they got a lot of good players in City uh have some in Germany for sure. All around the world, they should. It should do better than what they do in qualification. Normally.
0: Definitely. So, well, we'll
1: see what happens.
0: It. That rounds up the. That wraps up the World's Cup preliminary draw. Mm. Think, is there anything else you want to talk about?
1: I don't know. I can't think of anything else.
0: No, I think that the thing that covers it. Uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, rate us five stars on Apple Podcast. And uh check us out if you are on Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean. Um Appreciate the support we've been getting. Can't say that enough. It's the support has been uh unreal over the past uh since we started this thing. So thank you very much. Thank you everyone. Send us some questions. I have uh, breaking
1: news. Oh, okay. Enter. Inter could re- reportedly be without Nicolò Barella and Arturo Vidal for the big match against Shakhtar <laughs> Yes. Yeah, great. great! He picked up uh, an ankle injury in training. Who? Barella? Maybe because he's tired. What a surprise! We knew that was going to happen. He will be. He will be evaluated tomorrow, oh, one day before boy. the crucial game. You're going to
0: have to use Ericsson.
1: Vidal didn't train today and seems to miss out on Wednesday due to a muscle injury in the right thigh. And you're going to have to use Erickson. The two of Conte's. Erickson can turn around and say, up yours, too, right? He should get the ball and shoot her in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> right in his own neck. Well, good luck to enter tomorrow. They're going
0: to really need it.
1: Yeah. Yikes.
0: Until uh, until next time, thanks for listening. We'll be back later this week. We'll sum up. We'll wrap up what will hopefully be a very good news for all of our Italian teams in Champions League and Europa League. Hopefully, all seven of them go right through. Hopefully, I'm worried about Napoli. That, that's for sure. Um, and then we'll be back later to preview match day eleven. Until next time,
1: ciao ragazzi, ciao ragazzi.